Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Doug Tyrrell History and Comment. Hello friends, I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Tuesday, September 27, 2022. 38-year-old William, Duke of Normandy, set sail for England in 1066. The trip was quite short as Normandy is just across the English Channel in present-day France. Known as William the Conqueror, this was not some invasion of a foreign power. William was a close cousin to the recently deceased English king and had a rightful claim to the English throne. William was the fifth generation from the Viking Rollo who settled the area of northern France. The Normans will rule England for 70 years. Historians are not in full agreement, but this period is argued as the most important in English history between the fall of Rome and modern times. Always question anyone who claims divine appointment. That sounds harsh, but watch closely for some evidence beyond a personal claim. In 1590, Urban VII is chosen as Pope. He dies 13 days later of malaria. There is question if he was ever ordained or even a cardinal at the time. Samuel Adams, one of the leaders of the Boston Tea Party, an influencer for independence, was born in Boston on this day in 1722. Adams had little interest in business, or even money for that matter, but took a keen interest in politics. It helps in those endeavors when you come from a wealthy family. One of the family businesses was making malt from grain. There's no evidence they were brewers. That little tidbit is a fabrication of the Boston Beer Company and originates in the 1980s. Jean-Francois Champollion reports he has deciphered the Rosetta Stone in 1822. The stone is believed to have been created about 182 BC in Egypt. It contains the same text in three languages, including ancient Greek. It largely aided the decoding of the older two, since the Greek could be read. The stone measures 45 inches tall and 30 inches wide. Thomas Nast was born in Germany. His father had issues with the German government and took work on a French ship. He had his wife and children move to New York City, where he later joined them. Nast became a political cartoonist, often critical of the political machine of Boss Tweed and Tammany Hall, the Catholic Church, and the Irish. Of course, the three were very closely linked. Nast's efforts against the corrupt politicians was so influential that they offered him $100,000 to study art abroad. He feigned interest and negotiated the figure up to a half million dollars before rejecting it on principle. He championed abolition efforts, created the elephant as the symbol of the Republican Party. He also adapted St. Nicholas from his native Germany into Santa Claus. The early 20th century had a number of serious train wrecks. Two are well-remembered in fact and folklore. The first was the Illinois Central wreck in Vaughan, Mississippi. The other was the derailment of the fast mail train between Monroe, Virginia and Spencer, North Carolina on this day in 1903. The common factor in both was the train was turned over to a new crew well behind the published timetables. There was pressure to get the train to the next stop on time. The engineer in the first was John Luther Jones, popularly known as Casey. The latter engineer met the same fate, but few recall the name of Steve Brody. The train number 97 is remembered. There remains question what orders were given to Brody. Officially, Southern Railroad disavowed an order to make the normal 4-hour and 15-minute trip in three. Of course they did. Blame the dead guy. 
The mail contract contained a penalty clause for each minute the train arrived late in Spencer. On this day, it was late departing its origin in Washington, D.C. It's quite reasonable to assume that crews were always under pressure to not arrive in Spencer late. There is a typical breakdown in any workplace chain where there are multiple levels of management. The topmost level will claim safety first. The message will get mixed when a middle manager is more likely to catch flack for a missed production goal than be rewarded for a great safety record. Ford begins production of the Model T at the Pick Avenue plant in 1908. The Pick plant was the first built exclusively to build automobiles. The three-story brick building is about 56 feet wide and 400 feet long. Today, it is a museum to Ford and the auto industry. Actor Wilford Brimley was born in 1932. Singer Michael Day was born in 1947. He often teamed with Jim Steinman. He had a long career, if eccentric. He was known by the nickname and stage name Meatloaf. Recall the song, Two Out of Three Ain't Bad? That was Meatloaf and a few others I won't mention. Despite the rogue appearance, a day was rather to the right in his personal attitudes. The Bell X-2 aircraft is the first to exceed Mach 3 on this day in 1956. Launched from a B-52 at a high altitude, the rocket-powered X-2 climbed to an altitude of 12.4 miles. The rocket plane nosed over using gravity and rocket power to reach the speed of just short of 1,100 miles per hour. High-speed controlled flight is quite tricky. Any attempts to maneuver in anything other than a near straight line is difficult. After turning back to Edwards Air Force Base, the plane tumbled out of control. The Google Internet search engine retroactively claims this day in 1988 as its birthday. 2007, NASA launches the Dawn probe to explore the asteroid belt in related news, last night they intentionally crashed a spacecraft into an asteroid to see if they could change the rock's orbit. The target asteroid was 500 foot in diameter. The space probe was a 1,200-pound craft flying at 12,000 miles per hour. The 10-month flight was a combined effort between NASA and SpaceX. Google is having fun with the event. Search them with the term NASA DART mission. That's history and comment for the 27th day of September. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.